ownership of Israel, the whole relationship to how, or the whole approach to how we gain ownership of Eretz Israel is part of the political uh, polarization that's taking place in Israel today. Uh, and there are two fundamental approaches. The one is through conquest, as we've seen throughout history in the original mitzvah of Kibush Haaretz, and the other is through acquisition. So there have been many times in history, including our own, where although we had conquered the land or reconquered the land, there were non-Jewish inhabitants who owned large tracts of land. And, and what do we do about that? We've already done the conquest, but they have their ownership. So that has to be an approach of negotiation and, and, and purchasing and acquisition. So there is a unilateral method of conquest and there's a collaborative method of acquisition. And when does one use the one and when does one use the other is part of what we, we need to look at. Uh, and in understanding this, the mitzvah of populating Israel, that's populating it, not conquering it. There's a difference between conquer, conquering it, Israel, kibbush it, Israel, and yeshuv it, Israel. Conquering the land and, and occupying the land, uh, populating the land. And the, the piece of Gomorrah and Dav Chesamad Aleph and Chesamad Beis talks a lot about what actually constitutes Israel, uh, and particularly talks in our sugya about an area called Surya. Surya is actually partially where, where Syria is. Um, uh, there's an area there called Aram Tsova, which is talked about in, in uh, the Tanakh already. Uh, David Amelech is involved with them and conquers that area uh, of, of Syria. Aram Tsova is where Aleppo is today. It's Chalaba. Chalaba used to be a, an amazing Makom Torah. There was some very great Gedoli Israel who came from Chalaba which is, as I said, today is Aleppo. Uh, we have somebody who comes to shul on Shabbos afternoon. A, a man is there every Shabbos afternoon at KBA. He's from Aleppo. He's from Kalaba. That's where his family comes from. There are many, many people here in Israel and in the United States who are from, from Kalaba. And they're amazing people and amazing tradition and, and history and background. Uh, we Eastern Europeans and Western Europeans get very focused on our own tradition and background, and sometimes we forget the richness of Masora that there was in Morocco and in Algeria and in Tunisia and Syria altogether is a very, very special Torah tradition that comes from, uh, from Syria. And in some way, there are some comparisons between the Syrian tradition and the Lithuanian tradition. And I even once read a, a study, which I haven't been able to find subsequently, that in some DNA testing, they found Lithuanian and Syrian DNA are very, Jewish DNA are very similar. And both of them track back uh, to, to very, very early times, which is interesting. In understanding this, there are a few psukim we need to learn. The first one is in Vait Khanan. When you come to Israel, which I've given you. And there are lots of nations that will be, uh, you'll chase out from before you. The Chiti, the Girgashi, the Emuri, the Knani, the Prizi, the Chivi, and the Yivusi. Shiva Goyim Rabim Vatsumi Mimcha. Seven nations who are bigger and greater than you. Uh, back again to that idea that we've never conquered or had strength, by means that's the, the, the shear from, from last Shabbos, the, the Medrash shear. Um, I, I think you're probably realizing already that the different shearim that I give are all part of the same shear. Uh, it's, it's the ideas are evolved, evolve and develop, and it uh, becomes that tapestry that we've talked about, whether it's the Medrash and Shabbos, or it's the, uh, the shear that we, the Matmonim, or it's the uh, shear last night on, on Shavuos, 
the themes are the same and they build and they build and they build. And uh, the idea that our power and strength has never been from, our, from counting the gulgolet, from counting the skulls that constitute our army. It's been su'ur rosh, it's been the head. It's been the spirituality, the intellect of the Jewish people that has caused the conquest. Caused the conquest. And there have always been more enemies than Jews. The Jewish nation has always been small and we've had to deal with a large number of antagonists, including in Eretz Israel itself. These nations are all idol worshippers, so there's a difference between idol worshippers and monotheists. Hashem will give them before you and you will smite them. Destroy them. If they're not willing to accept the seven Noahide laws and become civilized, moral people, then destroy them. Don't make deals with them. It comes from chen. It's an interesting word, and the Gomorrah goes into it quite a lot. Rashi brings two views from the Gomorrah. That you can't compliment idolatry. If something is an idolatrous practice or an idolatrous person or an idolatrous structure, even if it's very beautiful, don't comment. Uh, it, it, it's not what we admire says something about our value systems and to express admiration for something which is fundamentally corrupt ideologically corrupt religiously corrupt morally corrupt we're not allowed to do that that's don't let them encamp in the land don't let them squat and settle in the land and take up land Again, we're talking about idol worshippers. It's the din today with Arabs who are monotheists uh, is different. Uh, and that comes from the Gemara in Avodah Second posuk in Shmois, uh, Parshas Bo, Vayom Arishon Mikakodesh, Vayom Ashvim Mikakodesh. We're talking about Pesach. You can't do any melacha on those days. That's the heter of ochel nefesh that we have for Shab, for Yom Tif, that on Yom Tif you can do food-related melachas. You can cook on Yom Tif, but nothing else. But in so telling us, it says, in the nifal form, in the, the, the passive form, which means, says Rashi, not lo not you're not allowed to do any work on Yom Tov and certainly on Shabbos. Lo work may not be done for you, even non-Jews can't do work for you. That's one of the sources of the din that we have, that you can't ask a non-Jew to do something for you on Shabbos. And then we've got in Yeshayahu the posuk of keep Shabbos and restrain yourself from doing your weekday things and talking weekday talk. Says the Don't talk on Shabbos about things you can't do on Shabbos. There's an Isra from Tanakh. You can't you can't discuss on Shabbos things you can't do on Shabbos. So business and things like that you don't talk about on Shabbos. So those are, are sources in the Tanakh for, for Amira Legoy, for not, not um, asking a non-Jew to do something for you on Shabbos. So now we come to Al-Gemara. There's a b'risa that we have at the bottom of the Chesam with Aleph, that if you buy a field in Surya, this area which David conquered, so it was an area which wasn't part of the Mechemist Mitzvah, that Hashem didn't tell David to go and conquer it, and it wasn't quite the ideal time to go and conquer it. It's called the Kibush Yachid. 
as the Gemara talks about, it's an individual, the king. David Amelach decided to go to war. It wasn't a, a decision of the Sanhedrin with the Urim Vatumim. It was David's decision. And that's okay. It was Kibush Yachid. It was an individual's conquest. But it doesn't have the full dinim of Eretz Yisrael. Once conquered, that doesn't make that area of Syria completely like Eretz Yisrael. It makes it partially like Eretz Yisrael. But the Gemara says, if you buy fields in Syria, it's as if you buy them in the suburbs of Yerushalayim. For what purpose? What does this mean? If you're buying a property in Syria, you can write the the deeds, the deed of sale, even on Shabbos. It's as if you're buying property in Yerushalayim. Shabbos Are you serious? You can write a deed document on Shabbos. He's a writer. How could that be? No, no, not you. You can tell a non-Jew to write. Shvus means an Isidor Abonin. When we've got an Isidor an Isidor means something that is inherently and ideologically forbidden, if it's an Isidor. Isidor that means it, it, the way the world is built and designed, Hashem doesn't want us do, doing that. The world is not built in such a way that we should be doing A, B, or C. A Drabonin is the Rabonin in, institute certain halachas, taking into account human weakness and, and societal needs. The, to, to make the Torah practical, the Chachomim are given the, the responsibility of adapting the laws of the Torah to the realities of, of life in, in every generation. And that's what they do. That's the mitzvahs of, of the Rabbonah. The Torah, there's no adaptation. The Torah is how the Allah is. This is what Hashem said. This is the essence. The, the Doraises are to understand the essence of the Halacha. And the Rabbonin is to apply and adapt the Doraise into the situations of society and of human and of human reality. And on Shabbos, at the Rabbonin, on Shabbos is called the Shvus. There's a special name. The Shvus is a mitzvah, the Rabbonin, on Nisu the Rabbonin, on Shabbos. And, and here, the Gemara here holds that to tell a non-Jew to do something for you on Shabbos is a derabonin. It's not a doraisa. They are showing him hold it's a doraisa, but the Gemara here clearly holds to tell a guy to do something for you on Shabbos is a shvus. The rabonin did not include cases of populating Eretz Yisrael in that shvut. So they never forbade. The Rabbonans, if the result of doing the Rabbonan is populating Eretz Yisrael, that they didn't do. So Eretz Yisrael is, is different. Tosfus goes into it, a beautiful Tosfus here, and says, That's specifically for Yishuv Eretz Yisrael, not for any other mitzvah. Don't think whenever there's a mitzvah involved, you can tell the goy to do something for you. You can't do that. Um, but other mitzvahs, you can't ask a goy to do a doraisa because you want to do a mitzvah. Uh, the shul is locked and the, the shul is dark and you need light in order to do kriya satayra. Ask the goy to turn on the lights. So that's what you can't. You can't even ask a goy to bring a sefer that you need to learn on Shabbos through a Carmelis, one of the territories of Shabbos. It's specifically, it's only certain mitzvahs, the mitzvah of Bris Miller, which is the whole Gemara in Erevin and in Shabbos, that by the mitzvah of Bris Miller, where the, where the mitzvah of Bris Miller pushes Shabbos aside, you're allowed to do a Bris Miller on Shabbos. So there you can ask a guy to do work 
to make the bris milah possible. But in other mitzvahs, you can't ask a goy to do something which is an isudoraisa. And the, the Bahag, the Baal HaLuchetz Gedolus, we've spoken about him often, one of the earliest halachic works that we use, written in the time of the Goenim. The, the Bahag says, even a Doraisa, if it's a Tzorich Mila, you can ask a goy to do. But that's Dafke Mila, do Shariyavala Tzorich Davarachel, Afilu Al Yedei Ovid Kechovim. But that's only Bris Mila. So this is not a blanket heter. There's a specific situation at Doraisa, at Darabonan, you can ask them to do where Yishu Veritus Royal is involved, and by Bruce Miller, you can ask them to do. The Tosavus Reed says, asking a guy to do something is not a real mindset. Yes, it's a shvus to ask a guy to do it, to do something is forbidden mid but it's still, it's only speech. You, there's no action involved. And the, the, the Rishonim come to the conclusion, which the Shulchan Aruch Paskins in Simon Shinvov, that you can ask a guy to do something if there are two conditions. The one is, it's a shvus de shvutz, it's a double de Rabbonin. You're asking them to do a de Rabbonin, not a Doraisa. And the second thing is that there's a, re, a, a need for it, a, a need for mitzvah, or there's somebody's in pain, or somebody's ill. That, that's when you can ask the guy to do that. Um, and the, the, the Vilna Gon, the, the Shulchan Aruch wants to say, brings an Zarua that here, writing these documents, they need to write the document not in Hebrew. Because the Ozarua holds that on Shabbos, if you write in a foreign language, it's not an Isidore Raisa, it's only an Isidore Abonah. Uh, most of the Yishonim don't hold that way. The Vilna Gaon seems to go that way. And he says, so therefore, if you ask a guy to write the de- deed of sale in English or in Arabic, then you're asking him to do a Dirabonin. So that's a Shvus to Shvus, a double Shvus, a double Dirabonin. And it's B'mokha Mitzvah because you're populating it in Israel. But the Mishnah Brewer says most people don't hold that we don't paskin that writing in English is any different from writing in Lashon HaKodesh. And therefore, that's, uh, you, you, you can't do that. Uh, but nevertheless, here says the Mishnah Brewer, you're allowed to do it by going Mishum Yishu Veretz Yisrael. Even though the Shulchan Oruch Paskins in Simen Shin Zayin, the next Simen, that an Isu Doraisa you can't ask a guy to do even if it's uh, even if it's Letzorich Mitzvah, Zeh Adifa, but Yishu Veretz Yisrael is is, is better. So we've got asking a guy to do a derabonin, which is allowed because it's, it's a shvus to shvus. You're only asking, you're not doing, and what he's doing is a derabonin. It's a double derabonin, double shvus. Let's mitzvah. That's one situation. And yeshuvah, it's Israel. Even if it's not a shvus to shvus, you can ask them to do um, because this mitzvah is different. Even a Doraisa. You can ask him to write a document. That's a Doraisa. But for yeshuvah, it's Israel. For populating it, it's Israel, that's okay. So the simple way of learning it is populating it is such a big mitzvah that this is one exception the Chachomi made and for nothing else can you do it only for Yeshiva Eretz Yisrael. Um, the the Morgan Avram asks an interesting question. He has a difficulty according to the sheet of, of the Rambam. We, we won't go into it now, but the Morgan Avram has a difficulty with it. And in answering the Morgan Avram, I want to suggest to you an answer that is, that is fascinating, which I haven't seen anywhere. So I'm inviting people who are learning uh, experienced learners to let me know, those who are listening online or, or any of you, uh, if you find anything to support or to, un, or to oppose this idea. And what I want to suggest to you is the mitzvah of Yeshua Israel in this situation by collaborative transaction, not by kibush. Kibush is, is to do it unilaterally. 
by purchase, by sale, that's collaborative. How are you mekayim the mitzvah? So I'm sitting in Eretz Israel, and I want to, Rashi says that this, the mitzvah here is that um, to remove idol worshippers from Eretz Israel and to populate it with Jewish people. So here there's an idol worshipper who owns a property in Yerushalayim. I want to buy it from him to be mekayim this mitzvah. What's the maise? How do you do that mitzvah? What's the maise? What's the action of that mitzvah? He has to write a document. He has to, he has to hand it over. So the writer, when, he, when I ask him to write the document, I'm not asking him to do it for me. He's not my secretary. He's not doing it in the capacity of a secretary. I have to write a document, but at Shabbos, do you mind writing it for me? That's not what that's talking about. What that's talking about here is I want to buy this piece of property, which is the mitzvah of Eretz Yisrael. I can only buy it collaboratively with you. You have a part to do in that. You've got to write a document. Otherwise, I can't be mekayim the mitzvah. So you're not writing the document for me. That's, this is probably the only mitzvah I could think of, where the way you fulfill the mitzvah is by somebody else doing the action. You don't do anything. Yes, you pay for it, but even if you don't pay for it, if the guy writes the, writes the document and hands you the document, you've been mekayim the mitzvah. So this mitzvah of occupying Eretz Yisrael, once it's been conquered, is a mitzvah that can only be done by somebody else doing the action. And he's not doing it on your behalf, he's doing it on his own behalf. He's writing the document because that's how you affect the sale. So that's something unique. That's something unique about the, um, about the mitzvah of Yeshuvah Yitzhah that we don't have with any other mitzvah. And that's why when the Mishnah Berurah says, and, and, uh, this is different. And the Morgan Avrom says, This is different. They all struggle with the fact that Yeshua we see in our Gemara is different, but they don't explain what the difference is. And what I'm suggesting is this is a very unique mitzvah. This is a mitzvah where it's not that you have to do an action and you're employing a non-Jew to do it on your behalf. You don't have to do any action. The way you fulfill this mitzvah is by the non-Jew doing what he has to do. And so when you're asking him to write the document, you're asking him simply to do what he has to do in order to affect a valid sale of his property, which results in you doing the mitzvah. And it's a completely different type of a mitzvah. And that might be why the reason that according to all the Rishonim, that one would think it shouldn't apply, you shouldn't be able to ask an Andrew to write a document on Shabbos. In this case, it's allowed because the writing of the document is part of the mitzvah. It's the only way to do the mitzvah. He's not doing it on your behalf. He's doing it as the way the mitzvah is is fulfilled. And as I said, uh, I invite you to, to comment on that. And just to, to take the, the takeaway for us is to understand that there are some mitzvahs, particularly when it comes to, to occupying Eretz Yisrael. Part of it you can do by conquest, you can do unilaterally. But once you've conquered and there are non-Jews living here, you've got to collaborate. You've got to establish relationships with the non-Jews. You've got to be able to persuade them to release the, the property. You've got to be able to persuade them to sell the property. You've got to negotiate with them. You've got to deal with them. And that's the situation that we're in today. It's not just a high-handedness that you can come along. The kibush is done. Now you want to own it, it's Israel. You need a connection with people. There needs to be a level of trust that the non-Jew is willing to do his piece, which is to release, to sell, to write the documents and to enable the Jew to the mitzvah of Yeshua, it's Israel.